Hey, Moving Forward listeners, a quick disclaimer before you listen to this episode, which is part of the book writing miniseries that I recorded several years ago. The books I was a co-author on are no longer in print, and I have since permanently parted ways with my former co-author. As such, I have edited these episodes, removing as many mentions of the titles as possible. I'm also adding this disclaimer to minimize any confusion. The basic information contained within is still helpful, which is why I've decided to keep them on this podcast. I also encourage you to listen to episode 388 to learn more about the reasons behind my decision. Now that we've covered that, I hope you enjoy this series and find these episodes helpful. Thank you. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 224. Let's go ahead and jump right in. Part one. I hadn't planned on revisiting Poshmark since we just finished the series a couple of weeks ago, but I want to share with you... Uh, a moment that I had last week. It was uh, actually a pretty stressful moment. It turned out to be okay. We actually had our first error on Poshmark and uh, our first shipping error. It's probably, if you've been following the series or if you've been thinking about starting a Poshmark, it might be one of the fears that you, you have is that uh, you send out an order to the wrong address. And it's uh, it's something that we we always think about in the back of our mind. I, I really hope we don't do that. And we've always been very careful with it, but we actually had our first uh, shipping error last week. I'll explain the little bit, bit of the background. So we had actually had quite a few sales over the last couple of weeks. And we actually had a back-to-back sale of two very similar dresses. So one we shipped out one day, and then the very next day uh, we had uh, three orders come in, including a, uh, a dress that was very similar. And that dress, uh, you know, my dad accidentally printed out the uh, shipping label that was from the day before, and uh, the the three packages uh, went out. And uh, I usually check the app to make sure that. Uh, that the uh, tracking actually is activated and usually only takes about a day at the most, uh, often within a couple of hours. But uh, I noticed one of the packages was not tracking and this was a day and a half to two days later. So I got a little, uh, I got a little suspicious. So uh, I asked my dad if he had the uh, receipt. He had the receipt from the post office. I looked at the tracking number of both packages or the three packages and I wanted to match them up. So I went through the uh, the shipping labels in the email, and I noticed that one of them was different, the one that wasn't showing up. And and just doing a little bit of investigation, I was I was able to determine that he had accidentally sent it out to a prior customer who had ordered a very similar dress. And so, of course, I panicked. I was uh, I, I just thought of all the parade of horribles. Oh, this is terrible. This is really awful. My dad felt really bad about it too, but he had a more zen kind of calm attitude about it and his attitude was you know it's a mistake i feel really bad but i'm sure this is not the first time this has happened to a poshmark seller and i'm sure we'll be able to fix it so what i did was i contacted uh three people. I contacted first the uh, the buyer who was supposed to get the dress to let her know. We I apologized profusely, let her know that we were going to fix this, but unfortunately the dress was going to be a little bit delayed. I contacted Poshmark Support to see if they had any specific procedures in place, and then I contacted the person who the dress was accidentally sent to. And it turned out 
uh, I didn't get an immediate response from all three, and I'm a very impatient person when uh, in a situation like this, and I was starting to panic, and then all of a sudden, uh, at the height of my panic, I got uh, basically three messages in a row. First message I got was the person who had accidentally uh, had the dress shipped to, and she actually informed me that she had just received it. She'd be happy to help. Uh, just let her know it, what you know what to do with it. Uh, then I got a message from the uh, the buyer. And she was so nice and understanding. She said, don't worry about it. I appreciate you uh, keeping me on top of this, uh, keeping on top of this, and just, uh, you know, let me know, uh, you know, keep me up to date. And then Poshmark Support actually emailed back. They said that actually they have procedures in place for this. But by then, I had actually figured out uh, a solution to this. Since we had the original mailing label, and since the person who received the dress had, had the box, uh, she was kind enough to let me email her the label. She printed it out, put it on the box, and then the post office where the, the mail carrier picked it up the next day. And uh, the, the dress ended up uh, getting to the person. It was a couple of days late, but she got it uh, in less than a week. And uh, both parties were so helpful in understanding that, in fact, that we sent both of them just a small thank you gift because... Really, I mean, that that really made all the difference in the world. I was really grateful for that. And it was a teachable moment for both of us. I mean, we've been doing this a long time. My dad is usually very meticulous about checking the uh, the labels that come through the email to make sure that they match up to the packages. But if you've been doing this for a while and you have a lot of sales under your belt, it's easy to get complacent. And so we've instituted a system where we do a triple check now. No matter how many times we've d done this, we always match up the date of the sale to the email, the label address, and the Poshmark username. That's key because that's always on the label. And so, and if you have more than one item that sells, uh, let's say you have three or four orders, as my dad did that particular day, it's really important that you you do triple and triple, quadruple, check that to make sure that the right labels are on the right package. Uh, it turned out fine. Uh, for me, I realized that I'm a very impatient person. I've been this way my entire life. I know they always say you learn from your failures, you learn from your mistakes. I still hate it when they, they happen and you're in that period where you're just trying to figure out how to resolve it and, and it, it, you just have to wait. Uh, my dad has been in business a lot longer than I have. I might be the tech savvy one, but he has a lot more life experience. He's experienced everything in business. And so I, it was a real learning moment for me how calm my dad was and how much perspective he had uh, on the situation. And he was right. I mean, there's a solution to a problem and sometimes mistakes happen. Uh, if you've had an experience like this, I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to hear how you deal with the stress of trying to resolve an issue when the answer's not immediate, where you're not getting an immediate response. All right, let's move on to part two, writing your first draft. We've talked about ideation over the last two weeks. Here's my recommendation. Before you start actually trying to write the first draft or as part of the first draft process, I recommend start with a blog or a short article. So the book, that actually originated as an article that I pitched to Cracked because in 2016, that was one of my uh, uh, goals was to write an article for Cracked.com. If you're not familiar with them, they're a pop culture website. They used to be a, a magazine, but now they're mostly a, a website similar to BuzzFeed. I, I call them the BuzzFeed before BuzzFeed was ever around. They've been around for a long time. They've got a huge reader base. And I wanted to submit my Star Trek story 
for their personal experiences section because that's where a lot of people will write on unique experiences or jobs that they've had. And I went through the process. I pitched to Cracked, and it was a six-month process of back and forth with their editors and their writers. Uh, and uh, it was a valuable experience. The article came out in January 2017. And uh, within a couple of days, it had quite a few hits. And that was the genesis to write the book because as uh, I've mentioned on prior episodes, the article, as much fun as it was, I've, it left a lot on the table. There's only so much you can say in a two to three page article. And that was really where I... I got the the gears turning in terms of telling the full story. So start with a short version of your idea in terms of writing it out. Uh, I recommend a blog. You can do a LinkedIn article. Or if you want, patch it, uh, pitch it to a publication like Cracked. That's your homework for this week. Take the idea that you have decided to run with. And by now, you should have narrowed it down doing the ideation process we covered last week. And write an article. Start out with a short form version of it. And what we're going to do over the next couple of weeks is we're going to take that. We're going to expand on that. All right, let's go to part three, a book that uh, I recently read, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. It's a classic. Uh, I give it three stars. I thought it was a solid book. It's very fun. It's got a very quirky sense of humor. It's about uh, the end of the world due to the construction of an intergalactic freeway, which causes a ragtag group of uh, individuals to come together to go off on an adventure. This is the type of book where on a first read, I did enjoy it. I didn't absolutely love it, but I can imagine if I revisited it and read it again and again, it's probably a book that I could uh, I, I could see uh, falling in love with probably because there's probably there's so many nuances and aspects to it that you only pick up on a first read. I, I It's a book that I know has a lot of fans out there. A lot of my friends really love that book. Uh, I do recommend it. I'll give it three stars. That might change if I decide to revisit it, and I know that there's a whole uh, bunch of sequels to that. I'll be back next week with a new book. If you want the write-up for this episode, bemovingforward.com. Have a great week, and remember, always be moving forward.